0: Or scientists, we are simply defenders of the imagination. This is not a safe place to affirm your beliefs and opinions. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Imaginarium of Thought. I am your host Zach, and with me today, as always, is Ron. And today we've got a pretty exciting topic to talk about. I think, um, you know, of course, we've always we've already used the classic cryptid that everybody thinks of and. You know, there's Sasquatch, there's all kind of giants and legends throughout history. But a lot of times people don't think about the other end of the spectrum when we have like small people. So I'm not really, we've (laughs) talked, me me and Ron try to, you know, think about the, the best word to say. We're not necessarily talking about people that have, you know, a medical disorder. We're talking about, you know, historic and legendary you know, mythical uh, races of people from the past. So that's something we're going to talk about today. We always hear about the Giants. Today we're going to the other end and hearing about the littler side of it. So, hey, Ron, yeah. I blabbered enough. How's it going today, man? You doing all right?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, man, doing good. Uh, just chilling. Like, and uh, actually, this is uh, kind of like some back to the future stuff, right? Because we're going to be – this is the first time we're going to be holding on to an episode releasing it at a later right. date.
1: There we go. Yeah, it is kind of weird. That's probably my favorite. For people that care, that's my favorite movie of all time, Back to the Future. So, yeah, it's exciting to try this. You know, usually we release stuff pretty pretty soon after we record. I think Ron usually releases it. I mean, pretty much like a few hours day. after it's recorded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we get one in the bank here. We, uh, I'm be out of town next week, so we couldn't record. But um, I'm excited to record today, like I said. And me and Ron have both, you know, looked up a few different, types of these mythic races of people we were talking about and i'm excited to share some with you and i guess to start off with ron what made you you know what what really made you think of this as an idea for the episode
0: well because um you know throughout history it's like one of those we always go with those things like we did with the uh sea monster episode and our Bigfoot, and you know different things like that like throughout history uh, there have been tales and, and legends of small people. <laughs> and and I was going to say too, you know, little people, they're actually like, you know, those, a good bit of them are actually very proud and very happy and things like that. You know, someone who's big and tall and stuff has a shitty life. You know, you see all these little people out there just, you know, with confidence doing it up. And uh, actually in the Philippines, uh, they're trying to actually like get a bunch of uh, little people are trying to get together and build their own, like, community like the little people which is you know maybe that's the precursor to how you know, <laughs> what we're gonna talk about happen you know
1: oh yeah oh yeah i don't think uh i mean kind of what i led with you know how it is nowadays you have to be really <clears throat> careful about how you say things but you no know, stuff wrong or negative about object uh like you said And a lot of times we hear as we go over this um you know the people that we're talking about were thought of as God at times, they were thought of in a positive, negative thing at all. So <clears throat> that's what I was, you know, a, a good is is of it.
0: Uh,
1: but yeah, yeah so, I mean,
0: uh, we like, man held Shaq on his back. <laughs> Have you seen wild, man? No, I-, I haven't seen that.
1: I, I did see like not too long ago he took like a power bomb from Brock Lesnar through a table or some or something <laughs> uh, yeah. he tame compared to what he did in Jackass no carry shack that's pretty wild. you do that on Jackass or was that like some random stunt they were doing?
0: yeah, I think some behind the stage stuff
1: oh yeah, I mean uh, yeah that's I mean Wee man's a badass skater too, which I you know. I don't know a lot of those guys that did the crazy st- stupid shit with Jackass were actually badass skaters.
0: Oh yeah. But, uh, um that's kind of how it all started, you know, like uh, skate videos and then just goofing off in between.
1: <laughs> I think everybody in our I mean we did a little bit of that. I think everybody in our had in a shopping cart. One point just to see, see what, what happened. Happen.
0: Yeah, getting pushed into the bush. Yeah, um, that was standard. And then uh, also, when Tony Hawk came out, everybody wanted to be a skateboarder. <laughs> I
1: mixed a uh, project in seventh grade Spanish. Had to make a video. I'm pretty sure you were probably part of it, but uh, that was what video was Tony Hawk. So that was. Pit me of my childhood at that point, so it's perfect what you said, Tony Hawk.
0: The generosity, like uh, Blink One Eighty Two, running, you know, running through the streets, butt-ass naked, it was like right? entertainment when I was in my <laughs> young teen years. That's what, like that, couldn't get better back then. This.
1: I mean, the yeah, like you, do video that was cool back then was running, running through the streets, I guess, really
0: but anyway, yeah, I yeah. saw that and I was Come like, on. I want I wanna be like those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: probably bet at that age a little bit too much around Tom DeLong. I mean even now that's I mean I guess I joke about it, but if I'm honest they're probably my favorite because of my favorite at a pivotal life, so yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, please. <laughs>
1: That was that was our, me and Ron.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and getting back to ahead mm-hmm. Ron. Huh? No, I was gonna say, and then you know we were a lot more offensive back then. For instance, you know, uh, you know it was the derogative term, you know what I mean? Uh, midget Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was very uh, you know everyone was using. You know, we were just it was a different time. It was a different time. You definitely uh, had to have a little tougher skin than nowadays.
1: I mean, like I would say that we never some, or you know, prejudiced towards anybody. Back then then threw out words that you would call your buddy. You know what I mean? Just as a way to and, mess with your yeah. buddy, and you weren't being derogatory towards anybody. and to Make it okay, but back then, yeah. it sounds terrible. <laughs> kind of how some people talk.
0: And I, th- I think that wasn't in- mm-hmm.
1: talking about. We, me, and we weren't like dropping anything like that, no. but. But I mean, are are are, we're okay then? That aren't cool now.
0: And uh, to play devil's advocate, uh, I wouldn't want to be a super tall person. That would suck too. (laughs) I always have to worry about like walking into shit and stuff like that. (laughs) You know, people
1: don't think about that. I think people think, oh, look, the girls like." like. But you hear stories of, you know, for for instance, Andre the Giant fit in a regular hotel get on a plane he can't fit in a bus i feel like overall the hindrance outweighs to people that are that tall it causes many health problems and they don't end up having a long life just like somebody like andre the giant
0: and that actually uh reminds me of something here uh um, you know, I guess we'll you know, uh, get back into the little little people thing, but there's actually uh a um uh, phenomena um called uh hold on, let me see here. I had I had I have it
1: Ron's got it. hold on, he's, confer- he's conferring he's confirming with his notes. Confirming That's not a sound uh, effect, that is real note rattle in the uh, background.
0: Insular dwarfism. Uh, which basically claims that uh human species or any species uh, isolated on an island will end up becoming smaller because the environment kind of like the whole, uh, Koi pond thing.
1: Yeah. Is, is that kind of like the idea to how big your environment is? I'm guessing.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you'll, uh, shape to your environment. Uh, I guess what, what's that called? Uh, um, you know, the whole Dar- wait, Darwin or something like that, where they, uh, the species will adapt to its environment and develop defenses or things like that to help them cope with the environment.
1: Oh yeah. Like you, you I mean, just evolution in general, but evolution, I think the koi yeah. pond thing is a perfect idea. You know, the, the fish is going to the pond it's in. And if people on a small Island like that, then, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would tend to be, you know, a little shorter than average.
0: Yeah and then uh like from what we know with uh a lot of these uh, stories of uh small people um they're usually said to live inside of uh, mounds or in uh in in cave systems and things like that so for them it would benefit be beneficial to be smaller uh living down in in caverns and things like that you know in the ground being underground well, that's... dwellers I guess I think that's
1: the way you put us it, a perfect example a lot of could have been people of average height, you know, that were part of the tribe that ended up going to live in those smaller places, body adapted to being in the caves and the mounds, like you mentioned. And that's why they, they looked different than the rest of the tribe, but really it was just a missionary thing where they evolved to cope with being in such a small area.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh uh would you uh want uh, to um tell tell uh, some of the uh stories you have or
1: so um I mess up the pronunciation because I've been practicing it uh all day but the one I was interested in was the korapakuru which mm-hmm. were a legendary race of small people from the northern japanese islands so Kind of like in most legends, these were people, I guess to go back, the people are the people that live there nowadays. And they believed that the Kaurapuru were people that inhabited the land before they were there, of course, which I feel like is a common theme to the native people that lived there before the current people live there. But anyway, they were short of stature. They were really agile. They were fishing and hunting which makes mm-hmm. me think, again, that makes sense that they were the natives because they knew how that land worked and they were able to really, you know, hunt and fish and make the most of the land. But Not like I mentioned guys. before, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you would think that if they lived on that land long enough, they would get to know it. That's why they were still there. But like we mentioned before, they were positive. They would leave goods and meats and all that for the local town people and really saw it as a positive experience not like something to be afraid of but one of the big things was that you never really saw them because they were really skittish about being seen so like they would come at nighttime when there was no light and then leave the goods it wasn't something it wasn't an open relationship you wouldn't see them out and about during the day you would maybe you would catch a glance and there were stories of where if you did catch a glance, they would beg you like, Hey, please don't tell people that you saw me because I guess it was maybe like a disgrace thing in culture that you got caught out and about during the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Also because of, yeah. you know, uh, protection. Cause if you're, you know, so small like that, you're going to just assume like their people have been, you know, captured and kept in cages and basically enslaved so it's almost like a fear of being you know like yeah you're nice and you're being like you know being kind to those who've who've done wrong to you and stuff like that like it seems how, how they are but at the same time they're still wary of of what this creature is you know maybe like the the guy who's like you know trying to be cool with uh bears or tigers or something or lions or something <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? we
1: already know how like, that story ends <laughs> yeah
0: so but you you know sometimes they're cool and stuff like that but maybe they're a little bit more like yeah i'll be cool with you from a distance
1: what's well, kind of funny you mentioned that because to kind of wrap up the story in the kakapuru mm-hmm. is they're not you know according to legend they're not around anymore they retreated because one day um Akakapuru, which I'm probably mispronouncing it now, but was leaving gifts at a window and a man in in decided that he wanted to keep the girl for his own. So he put her in the window and pulled her inside and was like, Hey, I'm going to keep you as my wife. And this upset the people so bad that they left, you know, the, the village and town and have never been seen again. So mm. it's exactly what you were talking about. It's They, you know, maybe gave that a little bit of trust and, you know, we're trying to help the people, and they were taken advantage of, and they just decided to leave. So that's probably a lot of what happens with a lot of these tribes that you never hear from. Is that they probably and just decide to go into seclusion?
0: This guy, what, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> he tried to capture right. like a fairy or something like that. Like, dude, what?
1: Like outside even the gifts, like I said, they do, you know, they were being generous and he's like, I'm just going to snatch her in the house. And I guess I'm, he's going to, cause maybe he was entranced by her beauty because it ended up being a beautiful woman from, from -hmm. their tribe is what the story says. So maybe he just got too overtaken. It upset the people so much that they just left. And they even, it says in the story, they all um, belongings, <clears throat> all their stone tools and all that stuff they just left it in the land so they were with them that's how you know how how upset they were
0: yeah because yeah. you know it's almost like what we hear with the nephilim right the you know like the the giant you know they mated with the uh or the fallen angels made it with the human women and, and made uh, uh the nephilim you know, the giants and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So in a way, that's kind of like a reverse of that. It's like a human mated with one of these, you know, little things. And, and you know, who knows? That's creating another blasphemous species or something. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think about that, too. That's a a good question to bring into it, you know, about them having children and offspring and what that would in between the two races. From what I was looking at, that wasn't really – part of this you know part of this race the people kind of mm-hmm. you know they kept it separate understood i think they almost like revered these people until you know this one fool decided just to like snatch this girl into his window but uh, i thought that was a really interesting story i think 2 i'll talk about a little later but you'll find that there's stories like this from around the, not just in one place so you know, this one happened to be from the northern ires of northern islands of Japan. And mm-hmm. the next one I have is from another completely different part of the world. So you have one you want to share with us, Ron? Do you have any comments on that one?
0: Um, oh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it was very interesting. Uh, you know, how uh, how they were like kind. So it makes you wonder, like, you know, uh, because, for instance, uh, in um, uh, Hawaii, the native Hawaiians, they believe in the Menhenu, Menhen, Mehun you know about it's about two feet tall and mm-hmm. um uh you know there was usually just like mischievous and you know just you know like these things like maybe they just like to have fun and just get you know pranksters and things like that you know term tricksters and things like they would call out you know make sing songs and things like that and whenever someone would come looking for them, they'd hide and <laughs> um Basically, uh, this the some people believe that uh, if they'd see a human who is angry, they would shoot magic arrows into the heart, into their heart, to make them feel love. But my oh, question wow. is: Did these magic arrows make them feel love, and then just like heal them or something, or did it actually kill them and made them feel right. like good before you felt they loved. died?
1: Like... <laughs> you felt love for the thirty seconds before you died. What? Uh, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it was the first live I hope it was an imaginary era
0: yeah just to just you know disintegrated as soon as it hit them and just hit them with like yeah. l- love energy but uh, yeah and then you know with the uh, you always hear about um actually i think uh isn't there something with like garden gnomes like they're lucky and that's kind of why you want them out in your garden
1: i've always i, I don't know myself honestly but i've always kind of wondered what the reason in people's yards you know what pe- what made people what made that become a theme to have gnomes but that makes sense to me that it would bring luck that people would have it in their yard
0: yeah luck to your harvest and stuff like that
1: yeah well do some research at one point and figure out if that's what it is because i never even thought about that honestly to look up why they why they're put in people's front yards
0: yeah and um but i was uh uh, you know and then but then you know there's also evil uh, supposedly evil uh, you know small people and stuff like that out there too but uh do you want to tell another one of the ones you got
1: yeah I was gonna actually mention uh, you know we've kind of upgraded here a little bit so I've got some live real-time <laughs> research so of course as always Ron was spot-on gnomes are known as symbols of good luck they're thought to provide protection especially for buried treasure ground and they're supposed to be known and livestock. So that's a perfect reason why people put them in the garden. So little gnomes just and help them with the, with the crops. So that's a, a good, you were spot on. That's exactly why. Um, yeah. So to move on to the next thing, <clears throat> I was just going to kind of piggyback off what Ron said earlier. Um, where he mentioned that the pu- the people he was talking about in Hawaii were mischievous and almost you know like to play pranks and stuff like that, and that goes right along with the Native American folklore of little races like that. They were known to hide people's things. They were known to play music, but um, it sounds like they just wanted to have fun and play pranks. They were also known to go into the village and take kids away from parents being abusive or if a kid got orphaned or lost in the woods, they would take the kid in and care for it. So that's just another example right there of how overall it was experience with all these people.
0: Yeah. They're like the protectors of the children, essentially.
1: Exactly. They just fun and, you know, play pranks while they could, but at the end of the day, they were really just there to protect. And um, as far as it goes here in America, there actually have been reports of bodies of little races like this being found in Montana and Wyoming and they've never really been able to prove if it was somebody else, you know, like another race, or if it just happened to be whatever, something else, there's always some kind of block to actually proving it. So yeah. Like, uh... I think, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, there's that archaeologist,
0: no, uh Lawrence L. Landorf. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and he had notes of saying that, like where they would uh send these uh, you know, samples and research results to the universities and, and stuff like that, and maybe the Smithsonian, but for whatever reason they would always just end up disappearing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's exactly who I was mentioning. I'm glad you had his name, but so that that's like a perfect conspiracy thing right there. You make it makes you wonder if somebody this discovery from being known to the world because obviously if this has happened multiple times something's going on more than just a mistake you know what i mean mm-hmm. something's being this is being done purposely
0: yeah they're trying to and maybe it's uh they're they have some deal worked out with like the giants and the or the little people where it's like hey well you know if you keep a secret we'll we'll show you where all the gold is we'll we'll dig out the diamonds and stuff like that you know just leave us alone <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's just like aliens. It's I think most people think aliens are real now, but and I guess the government recently has been more transparent about it. But for the longest time, you know, their stance was, "Hey, these don't exist," because I feel like they think the general population can't handle it, and I think that would just be a frenzy. So they try to keep it a secret.
0: Yeah, it's the it's entitlement, you know, to think that like we're the best. Yeah, we're we're the only oh, yeah, I mean, species that that's
1: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of narrow minded to think there's only humans, and we're the only people or the only species that's ever been on the planet that's been able to, you know, make something of themselves. I guess kind of a weird way to say it, but I did want to mention another one that I looked to entity that inhabited, inhabited an island off the coast of chile um this guy was a little different right so he a magnetism towards young and middle-aged women which mm. um, like a sexual magnetism kind of they they would say that once he chose a woman that he wanted to be with that even if she fell asleep she would eventually just start finding her way towards him like, i don't know if if she was you know hypnotized if she would float there if she would walk there but she would be bewitched and go to him and succumb to his sexual desires um, a lot of the men there fear him because they they believe that his gaze is deadly to them so it's it's definitely like you know he's 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 one of the bad ones on both ends You know, death glares the men and then takes the women and takes advantage of them. And in the culture where he's known to be, a lot of the times if a woman gets pregnant and she doesn't know who the father is, they'll say, hey, it's Chiracca. That's who who the father is. That's who they blame it on. But yeah, he's like this little small dude. He carries a stone-headed hatchet. He hangs out in the trees and he says, you know, he's probably only like two feet tall. So this guy, this is somebody I'm definitely going to post a picture of uh, when we post on Instagram, because he looks like a pretty menacing dude. He's, yeah, he has, he's got legs, but with feet. So I don't really know what that means. I guess he just kind of walks around on like his stumps.
0: He's got like, Oh shit.
1: That's what it says. He's got an ugly face, which he really does if you look at the picture and, and legs with no feet. He looks very menacing It doesn't look like somebody that has come to help you. It looks like somebody that is that's there to. Yeah.
0: And, and isn't it weird though, like um, that these small people in the, in the myths and stuff like that, I guess, except for that one that she had told with the Japanese thing, but they're <laughs> usually described as like old, old, ugly people.
1: Hmm. Yeah. you. That's what makes me always theorize or think that a lot of the, the people that are talked about here, are the natives and their older people that have been there for a really long time, and maybe they have the ability to live a lot longer than what we do nowadays, Ooh, which yeah. is why they seem so old. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, just in Bible times, I don't know any of the statistics, but a lot of the giant, you know, the big characters in the Bible were living hundreds of years. You know what I mean? And now, mm-hmm. if somebody lives to a hundred, that's about as far as it goes. So. These could be types of people like from the Bible that that lived for two or three hundred years, which is why they're so old, and maybe that's why their stature's a lot smaller because in the time they were born, that's what was common.
0: That's crazy, dude. And you know it, it also too, like they said uh, why Andre the Giant kind of died young is because his uh, blood vessels you know couldn't reach through his body. And things like mm-hmm. that so maybe with the smaller blood vessel you know and just a smaller frame and design and stuff like that maybe they that would allow them to live longer and stuff i that's mean yeah crazy. that's
1: that's a really good point like you said if 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 it takes more it takes more effort and stress to run a big body like that you would think mm-hmm. that a smaller body like that would take a lot less effort and i mean honestly and like in a basic way As far as being like hunters and stuff like that, being smaller like that, they're going to be able to hide a lot better and anything that may be harmful to them easier than, you know, somebody that's six foot tall walking.
0: But, you know, uh, for instance, in uh, Lewis and Clark's journals, they claim that these uh, Native Americans believed in little people who inhabited uh, this place called Spirit Mound. Mm-hmm. and uh you know they went there but they didn't see them uh but supposedly like these things are dangerous like people don't want to mess with them and also in like alaska um their version of the li- of the small people um are uh, very stocky and powerful and they move quickly and you know they have uh, an aggressive uh nature about them and mm-hmm. and that makes me think like that's terrifying like okay it's a big foot you know he's running at you and stuff like that. Who knows how fast Big Bigfoot moves. I mean, in the little footages, it looks like he kinda, he's kind of slow, but... Right, imagine, he's more you know, like
1: swaggering along.
0: Swaggering like, yeah, but uh, freaking, uh, imagine like a Yoda, you know, like a swole Yoda, just like rushing at you and, you know, he's super strong because they, they say that like chimps are like six times stronger than a 200-pound man. They're only like three and a half feet tall. You oh,
1: know? yeah, that's a... That's something I didn't even think to look at, like, to research at all. I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, but I'm not quite sure, like, what Yoda's race is called, in you know, in the Star Wars universe. But, I mean, he's probably one of the b- most badass of all. I remember seeing one of the movies in theaters for the first time. It's when he has his lightsaber battle with Count Dooku, and this man was just fucking going wild, doing things that a full-size human couldn't do. You know what I mean?
0: That was the best part of the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah you remember, You know exactly which i think it's episode uh two two yeah i think it's episode two But uh, uh, yeah that three was
0: three
1: two yeah. or three is it three
0: yeah i think it was three it was it yeah. was the clone wars or something like that
1: yeah it's one of the not the newer trilogy but it was the new trilogy when me and rom were younger but mm-hmm. uh yeah that was like that was definitely the coolest part of the movie uh was little yoda going crazy
0: and he was a cheat character in a video game because he's so small it's like hard to All hit right. him <laughs> It's like so fast, but but also like strong, you know. Like you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna pick this guy up and slam him, and then when you grab him, he picks you up <laughs> and throws right. you. Because uh, right. some some of these people who've had encounters with these uh, uh, gnomes out there in like Alaska and and these harsh conditions, like they say they pick up huge boulders and throw them at you, but they're small you know like yeah. they're you know so that's just freakish like a you know us we can pick up the bolt you know these huge you know maybe two three hundred pound boulders and they're just th- tossing them at you so well, that it kind of makes yeah. sense
1: to me like you said because they're out there in super rough conditions so they have to be more physical just somebody that was in the woods in a normal temperature
0: yeah have you uh heard of the show alone
1: <clears throat> no i haven't heard of that before what's that about
0: it's a show where it's actually i've been, I've just been watching it's actually really good. They drop off uh ten people out in like a harsh environment like the uh Vancouver islands um up there in british columbia and um you know food is scarce you know it's the the environment is harsh you got you know bears and cougars, and also the uh um the weather you know is horrible um yeah. So something like that. should say like, okay, how do they how do they make it out there? Right? They don't. Ha- there's no tents. There's no tent cities. There's no things like that. It's because they're living in the caves, systems.
1: Yeah, they'd have to be like you said. They couldn't survive out there in in the in the wild, out mm-hmm. in nature like that, with it being that cold and rainy and wet and everything else.
0: Yeah, and underground That's... stays an even temperature. You know.
1: Oh yeah, I actually because they they tap out whenever they want and whoever wins. or is it is it yeah. is it really that's what
0: <laughs> that's what it, that's what it is and like uh it's pretty wild like to think and and all of those people who who go out there and do that right they're away from all the electronics they're away from all this stuff um where they're just focused on like the winner of the first season he's like time time stops existing like the only thing that matters is now you're not even concerned about the past or what happened you're not concerned about what's gonna happen you're concerned about what's going on right now and it's oh, always yeah. like a spiritual like connection like some some sort of like spiritual thing happens to these people out there trying to survive in the wild
1: yeah i think when you get down to the the base of just trying to survive—it's—it's it's a whole other world when you're not checking your phone every hour, a few minutes, and you're not worrying about, you know, what's on Netflix or worried about work or anything like that. With nature, I could imagine that's a spiritual experience. I've never—I mean, of course, I've gone camping and stuff before, but you're still—you have your phone and you have food you brought along. You're not having a hunt for food. I couldn't imagine how that experience would actually feel to have to survive like that
0: yeah you're not having to bunker down because if you go outside for too long you will die
1: (laughs) right (laughs) well like yeah you see like wild animals all the time oh man must be nice to be an animal they don't have to go to work they don't have to worry about paying bills and then i think this man's running around all day just trying to find something to eat and like try to Mm -hmm. have a place where he doesn't die like it, it really is for them it really is the wild you know what i mean it's there's none of the comforts that we have so Isn't it- any kind of race of people that were living in would be way stronger and way more physically fit mentally fit than somebody mm-hmm. that were coddled
0: yeah no no matter their size too i mean because you think about the uh at the indigenous people in, in uh in the jungles and stuff like that like yeah they're only like five feet tall but that those dudes are like you know crazy strong like you see their bill like you know they're not like huge muscular and stuff like that because uh, a lot of those dudes that are like that they're just juicing anyways <laughs> but yeah right uh but yeah it's a different kind of strength it's functional strength you know these guys they don't they're not lifting weights they're, they're out there surviving and that's that's a whole different game like because you take one of those kind of guys and you drop them out in their world they ain't making it They'll be, they'll be dead within a week or, you know, or not. Oh, know, they'll yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. They'll be losing it. Their muscles, you know, start eating away. This, they're, The reason why these probably guys don't get so bulky is because they're just doing physical activity, you know, the majority of the time.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like somebody that's got muscles like that from going to the gym, once they stop going to the gym, those muscles are going to go away. But the other dudes you're talking about are just fucking jacked because they do manly on a day-to-day basis and that's why they're jacked so they don't have to worry about maintaining the muscle and stuff because they just go about their normal day and they're gonna get
0: and it's a different kind of muscle you know it's a muscle that's you know they, there's no rest days <laughs> oh yeah yeah if if you rest you know you you don't eat and you don't eat you, you die that's just you know exactly so it's it not will...
1: weekends in the, in the wild
0: <laughs> yeah there's no weekends in the wild you know so right. um and you know, I was just thinking too. You know, you hear about all these like underground bunkers and things uh-huh. like that. Maybe that, maybe that's like because they're they are working with like because you know um, some people believe that these little people or not little people. Sorry, try not to be offensive, but the small people they have uh, um, powers. They're actually some people claim that they're actually like earth spirits, like the fairies and and thing like that, things like that. Like they actually have like you know. They could do spells and magic spells and things like that.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you can imagine that if they're creatures that have been way longer than we, that we've never known even existed. You know, um, I kind of wanted to jump into one, too. You were talking about, you know, the underground caves and stuff. Like that So it's perfect. It brings me to the last one that I was going to talk about. And it was called the Knocker. Or here in the United States, they call it the Tommy Knocker. So these were like little, (laughs) right, I don't know what the the reason for that is, but it was these little gnome-like creatures Cornish legend, that were around two feet tall, large heads, long arms, wrinkled skin, and white whiskers. So a lot of exactly what you think of the gnomes you were talking about in gardens earlier. And they Mm -hmm. were known to commit random mischief, such as they would, you know, they were... Known to be around mining towns, and they would steal these miners' Mm. tools and their lunch and stuff like that. But to bring it around, the reason they're called knockers is because they lived ground, and as the people in the town were mining the tin in the cave, knock on the walls to let the people know that a collapse was coming, so that they could get out killed. So they called them knockers, which I thought was really
0: cool. That's cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, they were really trying to help the people. You would be, you know, down there in a mine for 10 and you knock and you knew, hey, I need to get out because they're telling me that uh, a collapse is coming. And so they lived on what kind of vast kind of cave system or kind of living system they had underneath there.
0: You know, also shows too, like um, how like, uh, for instance, like when you're out there and you, this is your life, you know, we're just cl- seeing maybe these are just human, human species. Uh, it's, it's like, it gives them something to do. You know what I mean? Like it gives them a purpose to, to help us or either play jokes on us. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like it gives them like some the, sort
0: of entertainment.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. This is like, they're fun. That's what they do for fun. Like, you know, at the end of the day, help you, but until then we're going to steal your lunch and, misplace your hat and all that stuff just just because we think it's funny.
0: Yeah, like dolphins or something like that, like in a way like how they are.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But um I also want to Oh, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: no, go ahead. I was quick that like the legend of the Not- knockers is even come up until like the 19th in America, there was a large mine that closed back in 1956. Mm-hmm. And the a couple a bunch of the workers kind of got together and and got a petition going that they wanted their boss to send knockers into the cave again before they would go back in to make sure it was safe so this isn't necessarily just something from thousands of years ago you know this was only 50 years ago and actually stephen king wrote a book about it called the tommy knockers so i love stephen king so for anybody that wants to you know read a little bit about it but yeah it's a fiction horror book called the tommy knockers so that was pretty
0: cool. And like it makes you wonder too if like records are just being like like disappear, like how like what well, that one uh archaeologist claims. Uh-huh. Um maybe, you know, we ha- you know that we could have positive interactions with them and have had positive interactions. Like you know, like somebody's like great grandpa's like, oh yeah, yeah, I love me some knockers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, like, I should it would, that. yeah, no, it sounds no. like it would like sound crazy and loud to us. But I mean, if they were true and you saw them and you worked with them, it would just be a normal thing. Like, oh, yeah, I saw old Tommy, you know, he's a little mm-hmm. he's the head knocker down there. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be a normal day. Whereas to us, it sounds really wild. But
0: yeah, there's some knockers that are bigger than others. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I knew we were gonna go there. <laughs> I knew that joke would be. It's true. I mean, there are knockers, right? Not all of these. Yeah. Just like us, knockers were the same. They is
0: taller. But um, also, like. Cool. Oh yeah. Um, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, um, you know, back in two thousand four, uh, a new humanoid uh you know human species branch was kind of announced called the homo mm. which is over about a meter tall and and um you know they said it made primitive tools and um it was uh you know it's they found bones and things like that so you know small small people have existed not like you know like they're they're like normal people but they're just you know, two feet tall. Oh yeah. And, um, actually also too recently in 2019, uh, 19, they, uh, in the Philippines actually, um, where I'm from, uh, and actually on the Island that I'm from, um, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. There was a unknown human species found there that they, uh, think was maybe from around 50,000 years ago. And, um, they said that, uh, you know, it, it, it walked upright, you know, it wasn't, but it was also uh, the way its uh, toes and fingers were, it showed that they could climb through trees easily and oh, things wow. like that. So maybe that's what, you know, they're able, you know, we think about underground and stuff too, but maybe there's some that develop climbing abilities. And at, like we said earlier, with um, being able to go underground, whereas being small would be helpful, climbing trees would be helpful having that smaller stature as well
1: oh yeah i bet so do you um do you know offhand what, what's the name of the island that you're from
0: uh luzon
1: luzon mm-hmm. yeah check that out. that's pretty cool yeah I, when you mentioned it, i looked it up real quick about the um homo fl- fl- floresiensis i'm probably mm-hmm. an hour you know yeah mean they've done it looks like they've done studies on this thing and everything and it, it's legit you know what i mean it's not it's not a fake and it's not uh, an abnormal bone structure. It's not somebody that had maybe a disease or something that stopped them from growing. They think it's just a species of human that averaged about a little over three and a half feet tall, which doesn't sound super short. But nowadays, if you think that most people are at least five feet tall or something, that that's a lot shorter than the average person.
0: Yeah, I mean, and... Somebody who's two feet tall, two and a half feet tall, if they saw me at five, nine, they'd think I was a giant. <laughs> like, this oh, man's yeah. a giant. It's a living giant. Exactly. <laughs> and it's uh, could, like, just look, um, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. yeah I'm sorry.
1: I was just saying, like, looking over it real quick, too. It's just like we talked about earlier. So, things that were found in the Homo, you know what thing, I can't pronounce it, that Ron was talking about. <clears throat> taken out of the research lab by the person that found him, I guess, against, against people's wishes, and he kept him some site for three months. So that makes me um. like, I don't know, right there, I'm, somebody got to him, or something happened, and they took the shit out and, and did something to it and brought it back, because they haven't been able to get a good DNA sequence out of it, even though they've tried multiple times. So that just sounds really fishy to me.
0: Yeah, and also earlier we were talking about the you know aliens, you know we we a lot of people talk about the gray aliens are only about you know three feet tall, you know very they're very short as well, you know some some you know some do claim that they're very tall, but the majority when you think of a little gray alien, you you know I wouldn't think of it being much more than you know three and a half four feet tall maybe.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I definitely think of an alien, as one that's going to be shorter than me. Not, not a big not a giant one
0: mm-hmm. so it could have been that these the little people are actually our ancestors <laughs> and they just develop skills way back before us and and actually you know are the ones operating these high-tech devices and stuff
1: oh yeah i mean that's the theory i think that's you know a lot of the talk nowadays with the mars exploration and things like that is that it's people that eventually that they're able to travel to other planets and other dimensions and who knows live forever maybe
0: and then some just decided that you know they weren't about that and they'd rather just live in caves and just be natural you know like the fairies and things like that
1: that's how I feel a lot of times with people in general that I would probably just rather live in a cave than deal with most people on a day to day basis so I can relate there a little bit I'd have to have I'd have to have internet access the cave, and that would be okay.
0: Yeah, I would, to live in a cave that would be uh, awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it. I like it dark. My room's usually always dark anyway. I don't really. Yeah. I guess I don't like it wet, but I mean, we live in the south where it's hot and sticky all the time anyway. I don't think it would be too far of a stretch for me.
0: You know, like a basement, a little man cave. You know. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Exactly, based. I mean, kind of the same thing, right? I guess. I guess there. I mean, there's all kind of other creatures in a cave that I probably not w- want to deal with. So, uh, that would probably be the downfall.
0: Oh yeah, true. Like you have to fight with the bear, you know.
1: Yeah, or bats and shit and bugs. Or I, I don't know. like I don't know that we really have caves around here in Savannah or you know in South Carolina that I know of. I'm sure there are caves, but it's not. like where there are vast cave systems i yeah, might going com- like i might be completely wrong i don't i don't know mm-hmm. of any access to caves around
0: here. well you see sometimes like videos of like i guess like like maybe like uh mountains are like cored out in like entire like facilities or inside these like mountains you know
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't i guess that's true it doesn't necessarily have to be under the ground it could be inside of something like the mountains i think there's i could imagine there's kind of secret government bunkers and you know secret hideouts that are built into the side of mountains and stuff like that that most people have no clue about
0: dude what uh, the too, what if the small people built uh the pyramids like you think of the pyramids be- being like stacked up you know what i mean or mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know for whatever reason maybe it's like they courted it out. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I'm just I'm just throwing, just throwing shit out.
1: I'm just free balling. I'm just balling.
0: <laughs> I'm just free balling. But yeah, I guess um I guess we pretty much covered up. Oh, I wanted to talk about too. Do you remember that movie uh Puppet Master?
1: Yeah, yeah, the horror movie.
0: Yeah, the horror um like okay, we've talked about you know, small people that are like two feet tall. But what if they're only like a few inches tall? All
1: right. Like since that would be six- wild
0: you know six like a honey i shrunk the kids
1: yeah
0: and shit like that like Like, miniature that's terrifying man like in that man like uh puppet master you'd be walking out the door and he'd be he'd be hiding there like slash your slash (laughs) your uh achilles tendon
1: ah you
0: fall over and you're done they just jump on you I i mean he was like smaller
1: than like chucky wasn't he
0: yeah like they're just like like yeah like uh less you know less than a a few inches, eight, nine inches tall.
1: Yeah, that's like you said, he would just swing, he would swing at chest level and right into your Achilles. Dang. That would be pretty wild. I just want to jump in real quick too and mm. say, like you mentioned the Egypt thing and like looking it up. It actually like dwarfs and in, in, in smaller people and in ancient were seen yeah. as people that had gifts, and for the most part they worked they were ha- held a high position in society and they usually worked for the Royal family. which I thought was really cool. To, I mean, they really could have, they said there's been a lot of, you know, reports of, you know, smaller races like that being found buried in tombs around Kings and stuff like that. So it sounds like that was a normal part of life was to have that race of people around with the Egyptians as well. So it's pretty cool. And
0: yeah, the whole fairy, fairy godmother maybe this fairy godmother's not a you know, like in the Disney movies, it's not a normal sized old lady. It's like, you know, a little, you know, bird human. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's
1: true. But, um, I think it was really fun. This is a lot of fun. It, after research, you realize that there's a, lot more than just like the typical, I think people think of like a gnome or a leprechaun or something like that. There was a lot more ones that had a lot of historical depth into them. So, had a lot of fun looking into that
0: yeah and, and then unlike in modern modern times you know everyone's talking about giant giant giants but in in the past you know it was also little people like you know uh not you know what you know what i mean i'm just gonna say little people.
1: oh yeah yeah. <laughs> these, yeah just i mean these... race you know races of of people or i mean it's a mythological too like a couple of people we talked yeah. about obviously see more like creatures and not people but that has shorter as opposed to somebody like Bigfoot, who has,
0: sure. yeah, not necessarily. They're not always seen as small and frail and and weak either. You know, there's some out there who will fuck you up if they saw you. <laughs> and you oh, know, yeah, so,
1: I mean, yeah, that one guy he would give, steal your girl all in one, all in one mm. move, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> you're <laughs> thinking like, look at this man. What is he gonna do? And then, bam! All, all, you're dead, and your girl's gone. All so you ones. gotta watch out for him, uh, but yeah, I think for the most part that guy was kind of kind of creepy and suspect. We realized that overall, in most cultures, they were seen as a good omen and actually just helped the people of the town that they were in.
0: And it's just a little bit creepier, man. Like if I saw a Bigfoot, like of course I'd be scared, you know, I'd be intimidated and stuff like that. But there's intimidation, and then there's something like going from bush to bush. <laughs> <laughs> slowly oh, yeah. like circling around you right
1: at least you're oh, big but at least i can God. see you man i know where yeah. you are like if you're small like i mean that's like that's like fighting right you know mma yeah. like we all we like these little these little smaller guys man they're quick as shit and they can move around and be on top of you before you know it and yeah you might be bigger and be able to knock them out you got to connect first you got to be able to catch them and if you yeah, can't yeah. catch them then they are gonna run circles around you
0: be on you like a spider monkey
1: <laughs> exactly um <laughs> <I'm, laughs> yeah you know, i like the will for, i can't think of the quote right now but yeah spider monkey man you think those little fucking little spider monkeys are crazy man
0: Oh no, i wouldn't want what they just you know bite you <laughs> like right? oh my gosh
1: Slap you know you go to swipe
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> be across <laughs> the room before you realize it yeah but um yeah so uh uh do you want to so, say uh just, I hope uh i'm gonna not sure when I'm gonna put this out, but hopefully it'll be a different pace from all the nine eleven conspiracy shit that's gonna be all over the <laughs> my Instagram here coming up soon on oh, yeah. your birthday on your birthday yeah actually
1: <laughs> yeah on my birthday yeah I mean that's that topic is really not I wouldn't say interesting there's a lot of info to talk about, but me personally I mean, like you said you're gonna hear about it everywhere and and out of like respect, in my opinion, out of respect to the people that died, I think it's just kind of easier not to really talk about it. In my opinion, you know what I mean. Me and Rod haven't really discussed that together about it, but we're really talking about having an episode.
0: Uh, I mean, because to me, honestly, it was inside job. Your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, but there's. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: No. Everybody has their opinions on. You know what I mean? And like, I don't want. And uh, I mean. Like I guess there's their opinions
0: on it. And I just, uh, I just I you know, like you said, out of people, respect. And, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think most people, there's not a hundred different types of opinions. And I think most people think it was either, you know what I mean? Like a real terrorist attack or it was an inside job. So whatever you think is what you think. The way I think, you know, 3,000 people, which is kind of a weird subject. Plus it's on my birthday, uh, which is, I don't know. It makes it even a little more weird, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I think this is a fun episode—a little change of pace. We've been having a lot of guests here recently, which is fun. But it's always fun just to have. Well, um, I guess a little preview. We do have the rest of September, but we're hoping October we can kind of obviously go with the Halloween theme. So it'll be really fun to do. I'm really into monster, thing Halloween, which I think a lot of people are. So look forward to October and all those fun episodes. But anything else? Did you? I know we haven't talked about other things, but I know maybe they have coming up. I don't
0: know if you had any kind of preview. Well, um, ho- hopefully the uh, next episode we'll put out will be about uh, a a place near and dear to my heart because it's uh, where I'm from. <laughs> but, you know, the Philippines, you know, you know, Pinoy Pride, uh, if you'll know if you know any Filipino, you know, they're proud of being a Filipino. Like uh, if if a Filipino person finds out some celebrity or athlete has like, you know 1% filipino in them will immediately go out and support them and buy all their shit that's just like the, <laughs> <laughs> filipinos awesome. support other filipinos like that's just the thing but oh, right. uh yeah so uh it's a very fantastical land there's a lot of interesting stories and and things about that there so hopefully would uh, be nice to get into that and also wanted to say that the uh anniversary or anniversary for the show is coming up uh, september
1: 28th oh awesome is, uh,
0: yeah so maybe uh we'll, we'll do something a little special for that episode you know oh yeah
1: <laughs> is that the um that's the first episode you ever put out
0: yeah first episode I ever put okay. out what and, was the uh,
1: what was the first episode to swing it back around to other people
0: well for people starting out like if you listen to the first uh, th- first, you know, three episodes or so is just me ranting, <laughs> so that might... <laughs> Fair warning. It <laughs> might turn a lot of people away, because they're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to check the show out. I'm going to start at the beginning. They're like, crap. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear some guy <laughs> ran on for freaking 30 minutes or whatever, but the fourth episode, I you know, chart- jotted down notes and I did the uh, Frankenstein, which I'm actually very proud of, I thought. And it, you know, it's a very interesting... uh subject that it ended up being a lot more interesting than i thought but then um i kind of was like uh it's kind of you know i still wanted to do it but it just i don't know it was like a lot of work and had a lot of shit going on in my life but um getting you and trey onto the show really you know it just turned up you know 10 times from from there you know it was was, it's actually fun to do you know it's something uh you know want to do and you know put out and then you know we had a little break here recently you know but uh yeah i'm you know, having a lot of fun doing it, and I'm looking forward to you know our second year anniversary in the future. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm excited too. I think the second year is really gonna, you know, I think we're finally getting into the swing of certain things, and I got some some legitimate equipment, so I don't sound so much like shit anymore. But I'm excited that we're kind of kind of plan ahead and have episodes ready to go, and our plan is to keep it coming out pretty consistently from here on. So. I'm, if everybody will stick with us and, you know, connect with us on Instagram, imaginary Imaginarium of Thought. Um, you can connect. I'm definitely going to post some stuff this week with some pictures of a few, you know, the few different people and stuff we discussed. But hopefully within the second anniversary, we can start getting more, uh, you know, more active on there and just kind of grow our audience and have more fun because it's definitely been a lot of fun. So I look forward to the one-year anniversary, a little special into it, the next year of it.
0: Yeah, and um, I was just gonna say, um, uh, yeah, um, if you wanted to be on the show and you had anything you wanted to talk about and stuff like that, hit us up. You know, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think,
1: yeah. I mean, the last didn't you say the last guest we had on? <clears throat> he he, messaged us.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. jay hans yeah. uh, to Yeah, he's a pretty cool, dude. Uh, if you want to check that,
1: out. a lot of fun example of of what ron said that was somebody that we hadn't either neither of us had ever met before but um he was on and i had a lot we had a lot of fun one i think everybody kind of knows our style uh hit us up and let us know we'd love to have people on
0: yeah and especially uh you know i mean because you're kind of uh getting into this you're a little bit newer so there's a a lot of information out there for you to just discover and stuff and um uh for me, you know, I've been balls deep into the ship for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just like, you know, it's a it's a fun experience for, you know, people to come on and just tell us shit. I, there's just lots of, I'm still like learning stuff, you know? It's the. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like la- the last episode, a lot of it was me sitting back and just listening because, I mean, what Jahan was talking about was super interesting and, Stuff that I'd never really heard. Of course, it was exciting because I got to jump in and ask questions. That I think it was just explain it. And I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that didn't know about it either that probably felt like they learned a lot too.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I kind of like the uh, interview vibe, you know, being it's like a late night talk show or something.
1: Oh, yeah. It's much easier <laughs> just to go, well, tell me about this as opposed to, I mean, like I like doing research, especially, you know, most everything we cover obviously is something. And that's why we're covering it but it is a little easier just to be able to listen to questions that i feel like that i think most listeners would be you know want to ask yep. a lot of times i listen to podcasts and i'm i'm learning i want to jump in there and ask questions and i kind of want to ask the questions that people want to ask so they, they learn everything they want to that's the whole point of the imaginary of thought right which is like the perfect idea the perfect name that Ron came up with is we're here just to kind of look no matter what the is we're here to learn
0: yeah and um uh, because uh really the imagina because um once you stop being imaginative and, and having free thought and just expressing your your mind, that's when we we become stagnant as as individuals because no great inventor, no great, you know, someone who comes up with this new scientific you know, observation or something like that, um, it's always a theory, right? It's a, it's a new thought. It's not, it's not regurgitating the same. Sh- yeah, we are regurgitating a lot of stuff, but we're, we're attacking at it, it at many different angles. And we're not like telling people what to believe. So it's, it's just leaving them, uh, the stage open for them to express their thoughts and have new thoughts about it as well you know, just, I think, uh, once people stop, you know, being creative and imaginative and stuff like that, that's when we will become, uh, feral people.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, without that, the <laughs> movies and TV shows and music and art and thing you can think of, that's all comes from somebody's imagination. That's a perfect yeah. example. So yeah,
0: from, cool. you know, the you know, order out of chaos is what the secret societies like to say but you know but what over here is is we're uh you know making it make sense instead of creating the chaos we're creating the order you know through the chaos okay. i don't know i'm just
1: <laughs> I, mean, I get what you're saying yeah that's what i like about it i mean i guess just kind of wrap it up is like this is a place where you can come and basically talk about whatever you want obviously within reason and you're not going to be judged because a lot of what we talk. about you know, people, other people in my life, not to judge them, but if I told them, you know, what did you do last night? Oh, me and my buddy record a podcast about, you know, this little demon dude from Chile. They're gonna <laughs> look at me like I'm fucking crazy. But uh, here, you can talk about whatever you want because it's fun.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, we're not gonna like let on like people who's like racist or they, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. That's
1: what I mean within reason. Yeah, I mean like I'm chomo or speech, something. But, yeah. We're not. Me and Ron aren't any of those things, so we're definitely not gonna give somebody a plat to promote that
0: yeah uh, like you, you know you are a bad person
1: <laughs> right we don't want you here
0: <laughs> we don't yeah.
1: want you. exactly but um yeah cool it's exciting which in,
0: in a way which is kind of uh not really free thought but in, in a way like if you're that's the fuck you thinking about that in the first place i don't know
1: <laughs> no yeah i, I mean it's... yeah there's free there's that i don't care yeah free speech there it has a limit
0: yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. you have you have the right to say that shit, but then the person also has the right to whoop your ass. For exactly that right, <laughs> and not let
1: you fucking spread that shit. Yeah, keep at uh, it. Keep that. Don't about it. Oh yeah. I'll. yeah. <laughs> but But uh, this was fun, man. It was. A, I think it was awesome. Uh, awesome subject. I would never really thought of to talk about, and I had a lot of fun, and hopefully. So hopefully when this episode comes out. out, I'll be like 10 or 15 butter beers deep and on a roller coaster somewhere. So uh, appreciate you for helping appreciate you letting us record it early. That way we can get it in, but hope everybody really enjoyed. Uh, like I mentioned before, the imaginary of thought on Instagram, IOT Zach, know Ron's berserk cowboy on Instagram. And we have some pictures on there, of the, the creatures and the races of the little people we talked about today.
0: Oh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, if y'all don't mind leaving, uh, you know, the reviews and stuff like that too, the five uh, r- ratings. But that's, you know, that's if, yeah, if you want to, don't worry.
1: <laughs> if you don't leave us a five-star rating, then you're dead to us. That's what Ron's trying to do. So, <laughs> so uh, no, but for real, I mean, I guess we're going to keep rambling, but outside, leave us a comment, you know, let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, you know, because we me and Ron talk to each other, but we don't, you know, hear from other people we don't know what you want to hear so let us know and uh had a lot of fun hope you did too and we'll catch you next time on the Imaginarium of Thought